0: It's another week. It's another episode of the Dave Stockridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. So what to do with mum and dad when they are old? That's the big question I'll be addressing in today's Dave Stockridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Luke Robertson from Private Client offers a bespoke financial services department that's able to sit down with you and very quickly diagnose the financial solutions for your particular problems, whether that's buying commercial property at the right rate or securing your very first home. Luke's in a position to be able to share with you the very best and most up-to-date information with respect to rates. Uh, with respect to fees and charges and of course able to advise you as to what the very best loan is for your situation so uh, Luke all of Luke's details are below so please get in contact with him he's certainly my finance guy of choice so what to do with mum and dad when they're old well there are a few options and uh, <laughs> really is this a joy to discuss um, so when we get into this firstly we've got to acknowledge that this is a very emotional time uh, there's a lot of guilt associated with this from the family's perspective in terms of putting mum and dad into retirement village or retirement home. Uh, some people feel like they're forcing or putting pressure on mum and dad to do that and probably to the benefit of their lifestyle because if mum and dad came home uh, and lived with them, they can just imagine uh, how that would play out. Uh, so there, there's a whole lot of uh, things going on here. Also to the extent that um, mum and dad need care. Uh, if they need full time care or nurse on site occasionally or just somebody to pop in on them every now and again, it, it could also be a matter of do mum and dad live near you? Um, so all of these things need to be considered because that could obviously mean that perhaps this is an opportunity for mum and dad to move closer to you uh, or perhaps uh, for you to move a little bit closer to mum and dad. So this type of um, change, this final move for mum and dad certainly has an impact on the generations that fall under them, uh, you your kids etc and could well shape your lives as you move forward so there's a whole lot to consider in this particular subject matter and let me just say there's no not necessarily any rights or wrongs but I am going to share with you my exact thoughts so recently I went along and visited a local retirement uh, home or let's call it a facility um And my goodness, I mean, it was under renovation refurbishment, um, but the aesthetic wasn't fantastic. It didn't feel uh, even clean. Uh, The carpets felt uh, sticky underfoot as I was walking down the main passage area. Um, Maybe, I I mean, from my mind, you know, in terms of safety and and just health, that wasn't the best. It was kind of like that nightmarish uh, idea that comes into your mind when you start thinking about these types of uh, homes and facilities. And... Look, the staff didn't even look like they wanted to be there and I felt sorry for the patients. Um, a couple of them were completely oblivious and it uh, seemed to matter to them not. Uh, a couple of others you could certainly feel uh, were um, uh certainly wishing that they perhaps um, spent more time in selecting the particular place that they were going to spend their later years. Uh, We've also seen the recent fiasco at Oakton, and that, of course, um, demonstrates that even the government-run facilities aren't always to the same high qualities that you would expect them to be at. Um, So, And and that's in a very um, close uh, precinct. That's not like it was out in the middle of nowhere in a regional area in a small town and word wasn't getting out. No, this was happening in suburban northeastern Adelaide, uh, where people were just being maltreated, essentially. The, the standard of care, the hygiene, the safety, uh, and the, uh, the level of care just was very subpar to the extent that there's been ongoing investigations. So I, I see older people resist such co- accommodation, and I can see exactly why. And I see families grappling with be- balancing their own busy lives whilst wanting the very best for their mum and dad. So acknowledge it is a very difficult time. Uh, My mother-in-law, for instance, she lives in a granny flat um, in our backyard. Um, This works really well for us um, uh, as mum um, is able to uh, play a role in uh, our children's life, which is fantastic. We get uh, a free babysitter, which is awesome. And of course, she she gets to maintain the connection to us and that safe feeling of safety that perhaps she has in being recessed in the backyard, nice and safely secure, our dog's protecting her, and and we're only ever a a, a, a yell away. Um, So that's not going to suit everybody. So what are the solutions here? There are several, Uh, the retirement home, the residential parks uh, are a couple and building the granny flat as I've alluded to. So what's the difference and where where would you start? So with the retirement village, it's important to understand that and I guess it's important for mum and dad to understand that from the outset their next move doesn't usually involve them buying a home with a title so they're going to be buying a place to live but not necessarily the land that comes along with it Uh, whether that be a granny flat in your back garden a retirement uh, home or a residential park style accommodation they're not going to be buying a title so this this is good and bad Um, it's good in that um, it reduces the range of options available and makes it a little bit easier for them to and for you to choose to circumstance, that's best for them. Um, But of course, you know, in terms of having liquidity uh, in the asset, you know, that varies depending on the type of um, move you make next. So villages that uh, are uh, retirement villages, for instance, are often owned by church groups and uh, there are others uh, run by ECH and ACH. You may have seen those signs around on those larger groups. Um, And uh, some offer uh, uh, operators are not for profit. And of course, there are commercial operators, uh, probably run operators in that space as well. Um, Now, uh, it's important to realise that that there are tax implications with uh, mum and dad moving out of their existing home and into something else, so it's good to talk to your accountant about that before making the final decision as to what's best for you. Uh, but uh, let's put that aside for a second and let's look at these three options a little bit more in depth. So, uh, if you're looking at buying into a retirement home, uh, price to start for one uh, on, for instance, Elm Grove in the high 100s, 185 to 200 buys you a very nice two-bedroom homeette with a garage or a carport under main roof, all, uh, all with air conditioning. You'll buy them with fresh carpet and paint as there's a make-good provision in all of these agreements of occupation, meaning that when you vacate the property, then uh, the operator will then refurbish the home at your expense um, That's a, and that's usually enclosed in a, in a fee and that fee can diminish over uh, the period of time and it's also, uh, in, actually I'll pause there, it does change, the structure of that does change from uh, operator to operator so it's best to have your conveyance or a lawyer look over these documents for mum and dad make a commitment so you know exactly what you're getting for your money but always there's a make good provision. Um, so you'll get these places looking nice, neat, clean and tidy Most of them are under 20 years of age But by the time you're getting they'll look brand new Any improvements that have been made by the previous owner By way of, uh, say, uh, air conditioning, uh, roller shutters uh, Maybe a tool shed or even solar panels on the roof uh, Perhaps a pergola or a veranda uh, They're held in situ, meaning that the next occupant get, receives them uh, that, that it's not necessarily monies that's recouped by the uh, by the previous person for instance uh, because they're not in control of what the asking price would be on that property when it does come to market so any improvements that you do make you're basically donating back to uh, the operator of the um, particular village that you're in so there are pros and cons with it of course uh, once again you don't have a title that's a con to all of this uh, all of these options um, Two, this is probably good if you do need somebody a nurse coming around on a regular basis uh, they're often I'll have like small communal halls uh, on site uh, or collaborative or cooperative activities with other groups and uh, activities and excursions and the like. So in terms of socially, everybody's in the same situation. The common grounds are taken care of. You pay a percentage of your income. Uh, it's often means tested uh, for a weekly fee, which, you know, is it can vary and can be uh, anything up to 70% of your pension. So uh, once again, double check those fees. But prices started around that high one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars and can go all the way to seven hundred thousand dollars in the eastern suburbs so the option of building on is attractive to those people so you know if first and foremost uh, how do you make this decision well you 've got to think first and foremost, can your partner live with your parents twenty four seven and vice versa uh, and if it 's a no or a maybe then this is not the next move for you but if you feel you could happily cohabit with your olds, then this may prove to be a way to add value to your own home, uh, and your parents can access rent assistance and because they can pay rent to you um, even though it 's not separately titled, they can pay rent to you and they can get uh, government assistance for that, so meaning the government 's paying you know some a proportion of uh, income back to you so it's a little bit like middle-class welfare but um, it's just one of the uh, attractive aspects of this particular option so mum and dad uh, know that they have company you'll have a cheap babysitter of course that so really is a, a win-win now costs do range but for a nice 45 square meter granny flat and that might be a, a two-bedroom one for that type of money around that 75 to $85,000 all kitted and fitted and ready to go and they can be built in a matter of days um, often they're built on site and depending on what they've got to get around can take a week or so to get up uh, and and ready to be uh, living in but that whole process of uh, applying for the plans and, and the like is always good to set aside that three to six months for any process like that um, but uh, this also means that mum and dad can sell rent out or develop their own home of course and maximize their return on investment or co-invest that investment in your property without being under any time frame pressures as well so that's a very attractive option for people that can put up with mum and dad in the backyard and residential parks now this is a great concept whereby people can buy a unit in a community and although they don't own that land meaning that they get rent assistance as well uh, they can sell it whenever they want. Uh, so there is liquidity to the investment. They can sell it through who, whoever um, is their agent of choice. Um, and whenever they want, they, they can. there's no make good provision. So if they wear it out and they don't have the money to fix it up, there's no fee or anything that's held um, to, uh, to for make good. They, they just get a little bit less for theirs come sale time. The benefit for the incoming purchaser is that they might be able to add a little bit of value with a, a little bit of effort. So just like a, a traditional real estate um, um Subjective real estate decision So it's as close to owning your own home As you can get without actually owning the land That it's on And instead you have uh, I guess the best way to refer it to Is a perpetual lease And all this is enshrined Within the Residential Parks Act So it's a government act That polices all of these transactions So there's a a lot of information Already out there on it Now common grounds are often beautiful And there's usually provision for caravans uh, RVs, storage and common spaces uh, Like a community hall Or swimming pool for instance Um, there are several around so if you have a look you'll see them in Virginia, Bolivar, uh, Hillier Park, Edinburgh Park uh, which are just back there in what used to be Elizabeth West Um, but the unfortunate thing with all of those is that they seem to be located in out-of-the-way locations even Edinburgh Park which is only you know um, I guess a matter of a kilometer or two away from the Elizabeth City Centre you can only really access it by car and that's not always ideal for those older people as well although I do know they run shuttle runs and they do service that requirement for people but you know it is a limitation you can't just jump out get on the bus and go wherever you want whenever you want. Um, Prices range in these groups and for the cheap old ones uh, can be uh, $120,000 for essentially a bit of a rundown uh, old shack and uh, a small one at that and can go all the way up to around that $250,000 mark for the newer ones. Um, So there is a soon to be released uh, residential park and it's going to be the first of its kind. So if you are considering any of this at this stage in life and you're working through this with your parents, this might well prove to be a a really good opportunity to investigate further. So there's plenty of open space nearby, it's got all the conveniences of the suburb, as a matter of fact, of the suburb, sorry, as a matter of fact, it's the very only, very much the only one that'll be placed within a a, a metropolitan urbanised context so there's only going to be 22 in this group so it's the smallest group it's not big like a lot of these other residential parks are on 10 or more acres uh, this will be uh, a very small uh, community of about 2500 square meters or about half an acre in the old language so there'll be 22 dwellings it's going to be an eco village so the whole idea of this is going to be um, sustainability eco-friendly uh, low cost of living thin grid, even off grid capacity for these dwellings um, in a very unique setting. So, subject sale offers are gonna be invited on this and uh, we know so many older Australians need to sell in order to buy Uh, Their next uh, property. And so, um, yeah, we're happy to assist people, and we do have a discount in place for people that would look at this particular option here at Light Avenue uh, at Playford Alive. So, um, please inquire if you want more information on this particular option. Pricing will start around that 175 mark. You'll have capacity to be thin grid, off grid. You'll be in a nice community with other over 55s um, and uh, nice and uh, still contained within your community not kind of cast out to the outlying areas as you might be at some of these other groups so it's a really exciting opportunity Uh, it's something that we're hoping to be a part of more we find it's a a great solution to this uh, conundrum that people find themselves in uh, all of us find ourselves in at some point in our lives so uh, if this seems of interest to you please let me know I'm Dave Stockbridge from Real. Thanks so much for joining my podcast. It is the only weekly podcast uh, that's been released by any local real estate agent. It's my absolute pleasure to bring you more insights and ideas and concepts that I hope serve you well in your property journey. Thanks so much again for tuning in and wishing you all happy house hunting. Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast is brought to you by the Influencers and Innovators Podcast, proudly supported by Matthew Norris Visual Productions. I'm Dave Stockbridge. Thanks so much for joining us once again, and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week.